scorched him. It's a bad take. It's a bad take. That's all I'm saying. But all right, all right. We, we want to welcome everybody into the 13th episode of the Hippies and Cowboys podcast. We're still bringing you the best in the country music world, like nobody else will tell it. And I I want to remind you this episode is brought to you by Red Hoof Apparel. Uh, they got all sorts of hats and. And, and hoodies and, and uh, some, some apparel, check them out. And we are actually still giving doing a giveaway with them. Um, we're going to announce the winner on, on March 25th. That's Wednesday. Uh, all you have to do to enter is you're going to go to our pinned tweet on, on our Twitter page at Hippies, or no, at Cowboys Hippies, sorry. And uh, it's pinned up there. You retweet that, follow us, follow Red Hoof, and, and you, could, you could win yourself uh, one of their cool hats. Um, so, yeah. You, you join in there and welcome into our 13th episode. Absolutely. 13 already. You're That's kidding. Lucky number. Time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. Oh, lucky number 13. Look at that. You're right. And this this episode here is actually brought to you from my uh, my old childhood bedroom. We're all quarantined down here for the uh, coronavirus. So I'm coming from my childhood bedroom. There's no more bed in it, but there's still a desk. So there's a do- he showed me he showed me on FaceTime earlier. There's a dog bed. I assume that's where they make you sleep. <laughs> Fortunately, no. Yeah, mangy old mutt. Yeah, I've, I'm not much above it. Uh. <laughs> oh, we got we got Jesse Daniel coming and joining us later. Uh, yeah, man. Boy, he's got an album coming out, so you're gonna hear all about that. Uh, we're gonna give you some three three songs, not one, not two, three songs off that album before it comes out. So that's gonna be sweet. Yeah, it'll be great. That one, that uh, that album comes out March twenty seventh. That'll be on Friday. So keep your eyes peeled for that one and your ears, your ears peeled. Is that a thing? Your ears open, peeled. I don't know. Peeled. Peeled. I don't, know. Don't, peel, I don't. I wouldn't peel. say peel your ears. Peel. Ah. Don't peel your ears. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> fucking just pay attention. Watch, watch, watch for the album that's coming out. It's gonna be awesome. He uh, he gets to gets a chance to talk about it a little bit and tell a few stories and give you a little sneak peek about what some of the songs are about so definitely stick around for that one on the podcast here we were really excited to get a chance to talk to him somebody who's been kind of making some noise uh since his first album came out and uh definitely definitely one that has been on our radar for a little while now and yeah yeah he's Did a lot they, of fun to talk to and they pulled out all the stops great, yeah great tunes coming from him so man they they, they balled out on this on this new record they got you know, Tommy Datamore producing it. They got all sorts of, of uh, good musicians in on it. So it's it's awesome. I cannot wait to hear the full thing. But uh, yeah, and he tells, like like Garrett said, he's, he's got some really good insight on like how some of these songs came to be. So a lot of a lot of really good stuff from Jesse. And, and uh, I hope you enjoy we'll listening to him. hear a little bit him. about his background and where he's come from and how he's got to this point. And uh, yeah, just a great episode. A lot of fun sitting, talking with him. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. welcome and, in. Hope yeah. you enjoy it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're kicking you off here with Rolling On, right? Yeah? Yeah. Rolling On. Go ahead. Title track, new album. Check it out. You'll hear all about it. Don't need to say much more. Enjoy it. <laughs> For 
someone to solve it all Tired of the uproar and all the useless information I can't help but hear that highway's call heard rolling on jesse daniels new one off of his or the title track actually off of his new album coming out uh here on friday 
Um, so rolling on, um, really exciting stuff going on there. Hope you enjoyed it. And actually joining us here today, we, we have Garrett up there as always. And then of course. Uh, Jesse's here. He's here to chat about the new album, kind of what's going on with him and, and let you get to know a little bit more about him. So we got Jesse here join us. We're super excited about it. Hey, hey, good to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for you coming. Bet, man. know you've been real busy with kind of the album coming out here in a couple days. Um, oh, yeah. You know, shows getting canceled, everything going on with that. So I know you're busy. So we, we really appreciate taking, you know, five hours to t- talk with us here um tonight um hope you cleared your schedule yeah you bet man <laughs> did you say five hours oh yeah joe didn't say five hours. oh man all right well that's it clearing the schedule no man I'm, I'm glad to be here uh yeah it's been definitely a crazy time with uh we were basically on the road with uh jason bolin and the stragglers when we got the call that the rest of the tour was canceled. We were sound checking uh, at a venue in Rifle, Colorado, and they gave us the call, and they just said, that's it. The rest of it's off. And then the other, all of our April dates uh, were shortly, you know, after. And so it was kind of a crazy time to to get everything ready to release a record, you know, especially when you're touring so heavily around it. So it's definitely kind of thrown us for a loop, but it's, we're always try, trying to figure out how to adapt to stuff, so it's here we are. We're doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you can you can promote a little bit on here, obviously. Um, definitely, <laughs> it's bet better than nothing, I suppose. <laughs> I will. I'll be throwing the the sales pitch, definitely. Yeah, perfect. Looking forward to hearing it. <laughs> right on. So Love, loving what we heard so far, obviously with the uh, three singles you released now, and uh, like like Mike said earlier, that one releases March twenty seventh. So you'll be able to listen to this and then look forward to the album coming out. Yeah. Um, now you are actually our, our I think our second California guest on on here. You're from uh, I'm not gonna I'm gonna butcher the name. You're from California. You can say the name. Yeah, of the town. I, it's I, a I, little I, town called Ben Lomond. It's a uh, Outside of San- Santa Cruz. All right. Yeah, I think that's how I would have got. I would have guessed it as that. But yeah. People say so, Ben Lamond a lot. That's a common mispronunciation of that one. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> that was definitely on my list. The top two. <laughs> uh, but yeah, from Ben Ben L- Lomond. Yep, that's ben, it. I don't know. Okay. And you're living in. <laughs> You moved over to Austin now, correct? Or yes, sir. Yeah, we're in Austin now. Over, heck yeah, linked up with the stragglers and, oh yeah, so cool. And you, uh, so I don't know. Tell tell us kind of a bit about what what was it like growing up California? Uh, did you always want to be a, a country singer there, or or kind of how'd you come to be? How did you become Jesse Daniel? Well, <clears throat> you know, um, I always kind of joke around with people that. Uh, a lot of people have this idea, especially like, in, you know, in the touring just all over the country that we've done. I think that um, each region, you know, of a country will have its stereotypes of the people that live there, you know, and that's for California. I think a lot of people definitely think of it as, you know, surfers and movie stars and, uh, you know, tan beach babes and all that, which definitely there's those things. <laughs> 
that uh, yeah that it, that exist for sure you know on the out on the coast and everything um but there's also i mean california is a huge state and there's a lot of co- a whole lot more country than there is city actually there's so much uh nature and uh as well as you know ranching farming agriculture um and the, the state you know you know has a huge country music history um which is something that i always kind of was aware of growing up i had uh an old neighbor who was really into uh, Buck Owens growing up, and he kind of turned me on to a lot of that stuff. And he used to tell us that, you know, there's this here's this guy that's basically, you know, made Bakersfield, helped to make Bakersfield a destination, right. you know, in the country music uh, world for country music. And um, yeah, basically how how I became Jesse Daniel, I grew up in Ben Loman. Um, which is basically a little mountain sa- a little mountain town outside of Santa Cruz, and uh, I grew up listening to to punk rock music. My my dad uh, played in blues and and country and rock and roll bands, and I grew up liking that stuff a lot. But I kind of got older and I wanted to find my own type of music, and I really got into to uh, like 80s punk rock stuff, 80s and 90s punk rock, and I was a drummer uh, originally, yeah, yeah, that was my first instrument, man, so I kind of did that for a long time, and uh, kind of got my first taste of the road and of touring through playing punk rock in in these bands, and uh, I always loved country music, and basically... I think, you know, long story short, I went through a lot of uh, addiction stuff, a a lot of years of struggling with that and going to to jail and programs and uh, being on the street and stuff like that. And uh, multiple times, like, there were people that kind of came into my life that really influenced me uh, with country music that kind of turned me on to new stuff. And I think it just slowly kind of replaced punk rock for me as far as a music that I could really relate to and it kind of offered me some hope and um, it was a little bit more of a positive progression for me so I kind of latched onto that and uh, you know never never looked back basically yeah so Um, go ahead Sorry if I trailed off there. I might have lost the, the original no, question. No, no, that was a good. I was making that was a good sure story my connection there. was still there. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I, was, I, was, I didn't want to talk over Garrett. I, I think I kind of lost him for a second. I didn't want. Sorry to about sure that. Oh no, you're fine. No, that's. Yeah, that's. Thank you for that that backstory there. That's kind of a. Yeah, you're not the first person we've talked to that kind of started off with that punk rock kind of scene and and it led to country, which it's kind of it's kind of funny how how that happens uh actually more often than you'd think yeah it really does man i know it's it is a pretty common pretty common story i've found (laughs) but yeah dude i so when i heard you were from uh california i i had to search up where where uh ben lomond was yeah and uh i was expecting it to be right right by bakersfield but i was mistaken it's about four hours north (laughs) yeah yeah so because Man, you you got that kind of 
and, and maybe part of it might be the that music video for for rolling on that's out there so the song we already played go check out the music video it's, it's just got so many like old like dwight yoakam style like kind of feel to it you know it's just oh uh, thanks that, that baker bakersfield sound it's it's awesome and you just don't you don't hear too many you know you're what 27 you're like you're like our age uh yeah coming out with that so it's, it's just it's just cool to cool to hear um cool man i'm just, glad yeah. glad you dig that and that's yeah that's really um really a, a huge part of you know why i like doing what i do is trying to contribute to that uh kind of cool legacy that's already in place for uh country music from california or inspired by california and um uh, I definitely, I have a video for a song on my last record called California Highway. And that video, um, so where I grew up, if you just drive, you know, east about 30 minutes, you'll you'll get out to uh, 101, which takes you, you know, all the way up and down the state, basically. And uh, a little farther than that is I-5. And uh, that'll just take you all the way out through Salinas and the Salinas Valley. And that's kind of where we shot that video. And uh, I used to work a lot out there, and so I always felt like that was that area really embodied to me all the way from you know the Salinas Valley down to Bakersfield. That's uh, really inspires that type of music to me in my mind. That's what I picture when I see that landscape and what I always pictured growing up. So yeah, that's I'm glad California uh, I mean, Highway. You. I mean, you nailed it. I, I feel like if you close your eyes and listen to that song, you're going to see that that scenery from your music video. I mean, without without knowing. It's just, it embodies it perfect. So. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, super. I like what yeah. you said there, too, about, uh, you know, when you think about California, it's probably a, I mean, at least for me, when you said that, it struck my mind. Like, people don't really realize that, I guess, most of California, like you said, is more, I suppose, more rural even than than the big cities obviously absolutely man yeah it is there's a yeah there's california is a very uh maybe rural's not the word but but totally no i think um, it definitely can be there's (laughs) there's some places that i always tell people uh from texas we'll get i've talked to a lot of people just like good old boys from way out in the sticks in texas and they'll be like california they'll be like are you uh surfing with the celebrities every day or like you know just joking around (laughs) and i'm like i always tell them i'm like man there's so many places that uh to me are almost identical to texas you know hill country and the yeah and the people that live there it's like you know very a lot of good people um a lot of you know cool culture one thing i also really love about california is uh, i grew up my stepdad was from mexico uh, so I had a lot of that kind of influence growing up, and there's just a lot of Mexican people also in California, just like, you know, Texas. That's another huge part of the culture here, and I think that's something that kind of the states from Texas all the way through the southwest to California have in common is yeah. uh, that yeah, and the yeah. influence of the, the music, and uh, that's kind of what turned me on to a lot of, like, Mexican uh, like banda music or you know the tejano stuff it's all kind of it's basically just country it is it's country western music yeah dude. yeah uh 
Streets of Bakersfield by Dwight Yoakam, that one, and Buck Owens, you know, that, that song kind of segued me into that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man, that's got, uh, that's, that's yeah. Flaco Jimenez on the, on the accordion playing on that one, mm-hmm. and he's, oh, yeah. he's a huge legend in the, in the Texas scene. Yeah, um, so I, I kind of want to segue into, like, your, your new album coming up a little bit, what you have going on there, and I know, so it was two years ago you had your uh, um, your uh, self-titled album, mm-hmm. um, and uh, here you have Rolling On coming out, and I know, you know, you want to do it right. You want to get the right producers, the right everything going on with it, and uh, that can cost some money, and I, I noticed you had a really cool way of kind of raising the money for, for the album. Um, which sounds great from the first three songs. So kind of curious uh, if you want to talk about kind of how, how that all came to be, how you got got the resources together and everything for, for your new album. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, basically, the, the idea, really, uh, when I'd say that the idea came to me, that it sticks out in my brain. I can remember I was, uh, no, no shit, I was chopping wood. And uh, I used to have, we lived way up in the mountains and we had a wood burning stove and we used to go get wood and then, you know, I'd be chopping it and I'd put on music really loud. And I was listening to uh, a Jim Lauderdale record. It's called This Changes Everything. And I just was listening to the production and I was like, man, this is amazing. Uh, steel guitar, like all the guitar work. The, you know, the vocal quality, the drums, everything I loved about it. And so I looked up the, the production credits on it later on. And basically it was uh, Tommy Dedamore who produced it. And right. I kept coming across that name. Uh, there's a Doug Somm record that I really loved that he produced also and a lot of other stuff. And I kept coming across his name and then finally... Uh, I went to, to Jody and I was kind of telling her like we, we had the songs for the new record and I wanted to find the right producer and I was like I think Tommy's our guy I think that's the, the person we should contact so I cold e- emailed him and uh, sent him some demos and he ended up being really into it it just kind of worked out and um, at that point we hadn't raised all the money so you know in order to do this record we he put together a cast of players for the record that were pretty incredible. Um, just yeah. for example, like he had Kevin Smith uh, on bass, who plays yeah. with yeah. he plays with Willie Nelson full time. Oh yeah, he played. Didn't he play with Dwight a little bit too, or maybe back in the day, or maybe he just recorded with Dwight Yoakam? I think he did. Um, yeah, exactly. A lot yeah. of those guys. I think there's yeah. a few of those guys who had recorded with Dwight. Uh, yeah. In the Mavericks, a lot of them are kind of tied in with the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. Michael Guerra, who played yeah. accordion on the record, he uh, he played with the Mavericks. Um, yeah. John Carroll, he's played with everybody, but he does um, he does guitar workshops with Brent Mason. Uh, you know, who played on all that Alan Jackson stuff, and so he's mm-hmm. just this incredible group of players. And uh, the next challenge was to come up with with the money for it all. You know, that's making a record just costs a lot of a lot of money and a lot of time so basically we did 
a Kickstarter that we kind of angled more as just a pre-order where people could pre-order the record, pre-order t-shirts, you know, all different kinds of merch. Um, some people ordered actual, you know, performances, like we'll come to their venue or their house. And it, oh, wow. yeah, so we're, we're still making up for those. But uh, yeah, those, all thanks to those people and the fans, you know, we really made that happen. And uh, we're able to, to fund that record and get it made. Yeah, there, there is an amazing kind of pushback there from uh, uh, overwhelming support, it seemed. I mean, I was I was talking to uh, one of my buddies here in Iowa, uh, mm-hmm. Trevor, earlier, and I, I told him that, that you were coming on, and he goes, oh, I love that dude. And that's actually how I found out about kind of the Kickstarter push for the album. I didn't even know about that. Oh, that's um, awesome. He said, he's like, he sent me a, a picture here. He's got like, he had vinyl, your new vinyl, the self-titled vinyl signed and CDs and a hat and a shirt and a poster. And oh, that's he's great. Like, yeah, it was, it was sweet. You hooked him up. So, but that's awesome. Yeah. Man. Yeah. He was stoked. So, um, you got a, you got a fan up there in Iowa. That, <laughs> that's great, man. You know, I've actually... <clears throat> Hate to admit this, I've never actually been through Iowa. Well, there's a lot of a lot of that region of the country that I haven't been, um, just because a lot of our touring has been through kind of the center of the country. But that's it's all going to change soon. As long as this uh, this virus passes, then come on up. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> we gotta get Probably that taken booking. care of, and then yeah, we'll be unstoppable, man. But yeah, we're crossing crossing <laughs> our fingers. Yeah, uh, yeah. You already said it canceled your shows with Jason Bowling, so hopefully, yeah, we had it gets done. You can you can get on the road and promote this album. Exactly, man. Yeah, we were excited. We had shows with Jason Bowling and Coulter Wall, and um, and those were canceled. But we'll we'll be uh, luckily. Jody's really good at what she yeah. does, and she basically got you know ninety percent of the shows that were in April moved to June and July. So we'll be. Oh wow! Picking up where yeah, we mo- yeah. where we left off then. That's that's, that's really good. impressive, actually. That's awesome. Here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but shit, I'm, I'm sure there's lots out there that aren't as lucky to to get those rescheduled so quickly and definitely. And, well, just be able to go through with them like that's like I said. I think I said it on the last episode. I mean, it's got to be just a nightmare for anybody who's in charge of booking those shows. Yeah, yeah, I know my heart goes out to everybody who's, you know, all the venues, all the, you know, people who work in that industry, not just the artists, like it's kind of just affecting everyone right now. Yeah, it's everybody for sure. For sure. Um, Yeah, brutal. Um, But we've talked before about, you know, going on and and supporting people with merch, buying, you know, go buy some vinyls and CDs and, and hats and shirts and that can help out quite a bit, and and I know you have some some good stuff out there too. So yeah, yeah. To anyone listening, we've got a, a fully stocked store of uh, all kinds of things. We'll have the brand new records. They are available for pre order. If you order a record or a CD now, uh, they'll ship shortly. And we just got stocked up on the old record as well. So uh, if you're listening, you want to get some gear, feel free. It's jessedanielmusic.com/slash store there you go 
Right on. Go check it out. Immediately following this podcast, go check it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Shall we shall we open up a another fresh tune from Jesse here? Absolutely. We may as well. Why don't you take us into the break here and we'll listen to another tune from Jesse. Alrighty. Um so we're gonna do if if you ain't happy now, uh, which is one of the three singles that already released off the album. Um really caught my ear right off the bat um is there anything jesse you want the people listening to this for the first time to listen for or anything you want to say before you go into it yeah sure this song is um you know by the title it almost seems like it could be towards like an ex ex or somebody like that or you know something i've had people say that before but to me this song is really just kind of a reminder to myself uh to stay in the present moment and um that yeah you can't just always live in the future you've got to kind of stop to smell the roses so to speak and uh yeah that's kind of what what the message is on this song all righty awesome awesome intro there and you guys enjoy this one is if you ain't happy now brand new one from jesse daniel you ain't happy now that you look for is right under your feet If you ain't happy now you never will be You can't see the forest when you're in the trees So just step outside and look around If you're still lonely, it'll be okay Don't let those lies of yesterday spoil your life today If you ain't happy now under your feet If you ain't happy now You never will be Someone to do the things you don't want to One thing you can't buy Is peace of mind Who knew the best that life could give Was the hardest thing to 
fine You ain't happy now Welcome back in. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Red Hoof Apparel, your modern day supplier of quality Western apparel. Be sure to go check them out at redhoofapparel.com and make sure that you head on over to Instagram and Twitter and give them a follow. If you ain't happy now, from Jesse Daniel and his March 27th release, Rolling On, we uh, welcome you back into the next part of the episode here we still got jesse sitting with us here and we are gonna go into our rapid fire questions jesse's not gonna yeah i'm ready here we go he's ready he thinks he's ready Uh he thinks he's ready everybody thinks they're ready (laughs) no no pressure grady smith was ready all right yeah that guy was really yeah grady was really ready Anyway, I, I did my push-ups um, on my on the break, <laughs> so I'm nice and warmed up. <laughs> you got the blood flowing, ready. That's to right. Okay, <laughs> all right. I'll uh, I'll start things off here. Um, what's your least favorite chore around the house? Least favorite chore would have to be dishes. You bet. Ooh, agreed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's an right, easy one. Have... <laughs> That's an easy one. Yeah, yeah. it's a warm-up. All right, here's here's another uh, slow pitch one for you. Right. Uh, you have a bunch of tattoos. Yeah. Which one's your favorite and why? Favorite tattoo, I would have to say, is I have an eagle on my chest, and that uh, that's a special one to me because um, I kind of felt like I earned it. It was a pretty painful, pretty long, painful tattoo. And it took, <laughs> yeah. took a long time, and also Jody... Uh, my partner Jody, she's a tattoo artist as well, and she used to have a shop in the Ben Loman Felton area, and uh, we basically just sat. It was kind of a, a cool thing to do together, and she drew it. It's just a beautiful tattoo, and got to endure that one while hanging out with her. So that's a special one to me. Very nice. All right, uh, what's the last song you downloaded? Oh. Last song I downloaded. Oh man, I can't even remember. Oh, you know what? I think it was. Uh, I can't remember the song exactly, but it was my friend uh, Tyler Gummersall. Have you heard of him? I don't no, think so. Saving Saving Country Music just did a great write up on him. He's a he's got an incredible voice. He's a good songwriter and singer. He's from Colorado, but he's based in Texas. And I just downloaded one of his tunes, his new ones, and I can't off the top of my head remember what it's called, but check him out, Tyler Gummersall. All right, will do. All Thanks right. for that. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Um, all right. If you, would you rather be stuck on an island alone or with somebody who won't shut up? 
<laughs> uh, you know, do, do, do I get to choose who the person that won't shut up is? Uh, I guess it's, it's up yeah, to your technically, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, I think I'd probably go with the person that wouldn't shut up because at least then maybe I could go run away and, you know, hide for a while. <laughs> Might be hard being yeah. alone for all the for the rest of eternity, you know. True. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Fair answer. Um, if you could live in any time period, what would what would it be and why? That's a good one. You know, uh, I think for music, music's sake, if I could have been born, you know, uh, to where I was a young adult in like, you know, the late fifties, early sixties, I think that could have been mm. pretty cool just to be a part of that, that era in country music. I love it. Um, it's a pretty cool one, but you know, it also might be cool to go back to, uh, be, be just a caveman and just simplify. Hell yeah. <laughs> so. I like it. What like an it. answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, uh, what is one instrument you don't already know how to play, but you would want to learn? I really want to learn how to play uh, the accordion. Yeah. That would be That's awesome to... One day. Actually, I actually have one in my in my house that's just collecting dust, and I get it out every once in a while and annoy my roommate. But... <laughs> nice, man. I had one growing up, and uh, that we got it... My mom got it for us at a thrift store, but... I haven't played one in a long, long time, so I'd love to pick one up. Heck yeah. What is in your fridge right now? <laughs> in my fridge? Um, shoot, you know, I think there's like some half-eaten cans of beans, uh, <laughs> some like, like half a sweet potato, some salad mix. Jody, Jody actually just made a delicious dinner. She's a uh, very good at making something out of nothing. But we're we're on that quarantine diet right now. So I was gonna say, yeah, can canned beans. <laughs> that's the apocalypse. Diet, right? <laughs> that was that was a funny question. Yeah. <laughs> Caught me off guard. It's a new one. I haven't asked anybody that one yet. <laughs> yeah, that, that one got me for sure. Maybe it was the half everything eaten half. Yeah. <laughs> party yeah all right so i know it's my understanding that you're taken but yeah uh what is what is a celebrity crush that you've had or still have out there oh man i'd say um if i had to choose let's say uh you know celebrity crush i'd say you know beverly d'angelo she was uh oh you ever see the uh national lampoon movies with um chevy oh, chase yeah. So National Lampoon, you know, vacation. She's Chevy Chase's right. wife. Okay. Uh, yeah, and when I was a kid, I always had the the biggest crush on her. Man, I don't know. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I know exactly. I mean, I do know what I, I do know why, but it it was just oh, a funny yeah. one. It was a funny one because I grew up and I was like, oh yeah, I remember. I used to just always have the the hots for. Her. Fun fact: She's sixty eight um, years old. <laughs> she is. Yeah. <laughs> this this was in the eighties also, so I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh who's got the best style in country music right now? Other than you, you can't say yourself. <laughs> uh the best style? The best style. Oh shoot, you know. Um 
you know, I think uh, best style, if we're talking like all areas, musically, fashion-wise, like the way they put themselves together. The way I, they I was kind of talking how they dress, but like you can kind of answer that however you want. Man, I'd, I'd have <laughs> to say Charlie Crockett. Um, I think Charlie Crockett is one of the sharpest dressed dudes. Dude. He's a... That he's is the, in my head. Yeah, he's the stylish. name I had in mind. Yeah. He, he just puts on a real great show like the whole deal man he's great yeah good answer. perfect answer love it um all right this is a good one um what's the worst present you've ever gotten oh the worst <laughs> present i've ever gotten <sighs> <laughs> or just a really bad one you know i'm sure that i've gotten some some bad things before most likely as a most likely as joke gift I think one of the ones that sticks out to me is a a rock that uh, what? I got a rock from my dad. It actually had some sentimental meanings, so it's not a uh, not a bad gift. But it, at first, I didn't know that meaning, so I just thought he was kind of giving me a rock. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, thanks, thanks dad. dad. I, I appreciate it." You know, you you had to open it and like pretend like you really really liked it, even though you didn't know what it meant. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Just Man. what I've always wanted. The, the thought that counts. That's right. That's right. Um, wow. All right. My, my last one is, mm-hmm. uh, do you believe in con- any conspiracy theories? And if so, which one do you believe in the most? Oh, man. You know, I do. Um uh, I'm not, I've never gone down the rabbit hole completely to where I'm like, you know, on YouTube for 24 hours researching stuff <laughs> like some people I know, but, right. uh, but I definitely have some, some ideas and things that, you know, I think could be possible. One that I found really interesting that I think could be possible recently we went out to, uh, after all these Corona cancellations, we had to drop my guitar player off at the Denver airport and we were driving and have you ever been to the Denver airport? No, I, I, I have. I haven't. They have this big blue horse rearing up right when you come into it, and it has these big red glowing eyes. And it's uh, they call it Blucifer, I guess. It's like it looks like this big uh, horse of the apocalypse. And I guess the the myth is that there's like a huge, uh, you know, New World Order bunker underneath the Denver airport, like an entire city, oh, man. which well, at first yeah, I was kind of scoffing at. And I was like, that's crazy. But when you drive that distance, the Denver airport is like 30 miles out from Denver itself. So it's totally possible. Uh, yeah. yeah, but that was one that kind of blew my mind. I was like, all right, I could I could see a city under this. I have yeah, never heard it's... that in my entire life, but now I'm probably well, going to Google it when we're done. Here. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, people get into it, man. It's pretty wild. Like the Denver yeah, airport's yeah, got all kinds of stuff. That's There's wild. a bunch of like artwork that people dig into the meaning behind, like the murals and stuff. Yep, yep. And then they say, they say the, uh, the barbed wire on the fences is faced to keep people in, not keep people out. What? Ah, uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. There's a lot to it, man. It's a. No shit. This is like this is like I'm not saying I, I'm not saying me. I buy it, but I've just never heard this in my entire like. Hey, this is all brand new information to me. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do some reading. Yeah, same. <laughs> I try to I try to keep an open mind and just like listen to stuff with an open mind. Can't say I buy everything, but you know, definitely is definitely is an interesting one. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can't go can't go uh, <laughs> shouting it from the rooftops, but it is interesting <laughs> yeah. to look into. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll 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 end this segment here with a, oh, got one an more, easier right? one um so so you you grew up in california you now live in texas yeah which begs the question in and out or what a burger oh man i've got to say in and out man I, i'm definitely definitely partial to in and out i always uh oh i've had what a burger it's cool but um gotta say in and out uh it's the secret i think is in the buns man with those guys have uh, you ever if you had in and out i've had both yeah all we, right we used to travel a lot when i, I ran track and we'd, we'd go to california and texas all the time for warmer weather i'm track. i'm probably partial just because that's where i grew up and we had one close by uh, but yeah i gotta that's gotta stick with the home state man there you go yeah that's fair <laughs> I do disagree. For the record, I I, I do like Whataburger. I've I've I contemplated have, driving driving twelve hours to the nearest one multiple times. But oh wow, I have okay. no opinion. <laughs> no, not actually. But. Hey man, to each his own, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to try try that both of those whenever mm-hmm. whenever that happens. Who knows? But when you you get down to the states, yeah. Um. All right. Good job, man. You survived. Did did pretty damn well, I would say. Thank you, yeah. man. Yeah. Glad I got through those. <laughs> um, yeah, you made it. And actually, you actually did quite well. That was that was that was one of our quicker rapid fire yeah. segments. I mean, yeah, usually no it kidding. drags on a lot, but I mean, other than me yeah. being amazed about the whole Denver airport thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy. There, there's a whole YouTube video on it, man. It's it's worth a watch. But. I'll check it out, and I'll report back next time. Yeah, next time we talk, we'll talk more about it. I'll do my Definitely. homework also. Definitely. We'll do the Denver <laughs> airport episode. Yeah, That's right. we could have a bonus <laughs> conspiracy episode. <clears throat> Perfect. Uh, <laughs> all right, so man. I, I was going to kind of ask you, um, I mean, with all this craziness going on, like, do you have an idea of like what's going to happen? Like, what's next? You know, I mean, obviously the the album's gonna release next week, and uh, you know it's gonna be out into the world. But have you got any ideas of what's gonna happen next? Are you kind of just playing it, playing the hand as it's dealt to you? Like, it's gotta be tough for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, man, it is definitely crazy. My immediate solution to to things like this is always just you know. I try to be pretty optimistic and uh, yeah. that's kind of what we were thinking when it came to April. We were hoping that it would blow over by then and that wasn't the case. Hopefully. And I think that, uh, I think that it all depends, you know, I'm really trying to just hold out that if people kind of don't spread it around um, and the whole thing doesn't get out of, out of control that maybe, um, it could be on the decline by the time that, you know, it's safe to start touring again, or at least, you know, that the businesses start opening. But uh, then, you know, you're also hearing reports of, you know, businesses being closed for like 10 months and stuff, which in, in that case, I mean, that's pretty devastating to our country in general, I think to, to the world, you know, to have any place shut down for that long is really going to hurt a lot of people. So I'm, 
very hopeful that it'll get taken care of um, sooner than later. And uh, with our record that's coming out, basically our plan is just to push it hard, you know, digitally. And we're lucky we have a distribution team who's going to be, they have it out to all of the outlets. Um, It's getting out to radio next week. And so hopefully uh, people will be able to enjoy it that way until we can Mm -hmm. get on the road and bring it to them. Any, uh, so I know a lot of people are doing like the live stream concerts. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any plans on doing anything like that? Like an album release kind of deal or anything in the works like that? Or or contemplating? We've kind of kicked around the idea of doing um, not so much like a live stream thing, but a we were thinking about doing uh, just because you know we we are missing out on such a huge amount of income that we that all of us, my crew, and myself and band and everything we've all really counted on. Um, So that's we've have you know thought about doing something like that. The only thing that I my issue with it is that it's. where you would be going to play a show and making a certain amount that you are used to getting, you know, you're not getting right. even a fraction of that to do something like that. Um, so it's tricky to kind of weigh the pros and cons for me, but I think we kind of kicked around doing some video content that we were going to put out there and then maybe do, mm-hmm. you know, a, a flat rate to view, you know, that small show right, okay. or whatever. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's definitely another option that could that could work. Um, yeah. Exactly. I know, like do a few I songs. know we'll be pushing it around as much as we possibly can because this this uh, this episode will come out before it's released, and I mean, we got uh, our Twitter accounts, Instagram, everything like that. We'll do everything we can for you. So. Awesome, man! I really appreciate appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. Um, well, we appreciate you, I, dude. We appreciate oh, you. Hey, thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, you've had you've had oh. quite a bit of attention from some of the, from you know like social media. I mean, that's how I first found your music was just basically right. through social media and and different people writing articles about you. I seen some YouTube videos, that kind of thing, and then uh, finally led to me digging in. And yeah, so like, is that is that something you is that a strategy you kind of go for already and you're just going to actually have to ramp it up times a hundred now or <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's, what's that like getting, I mean, have you, have you felt that uh, most of your attention and most of your traction has been gained on social media outside of just touring, obviously? Yeah, I think um, it's definitely been a huge part. I think probably the, the social media and touring have gone really hand in hand. Um, you know, to getting people out to the shows. And I feel like so many people, that is how they find out about music today. And that's how I found, I I have found out about a lot of different artists that I um, either really like to listen to or some artists. That's how I found out about Coulter Wall. um, Oh, yeah. Years Mm -hmm. ago. Yeah, we we just started following each other. And uh, it was before he really blew up. I think he either was about to put out the Imaginary Appalachia album or or right after, and he, um, we kind of stayed in touch just on there, and then uh, ended up meeting, you know, in person and liking each other's music and everything, but that's like one example of how I think, yeah, social media has been a good tool in connecting people 
Um, so yeah, for now yeah. we're definitely going to to vamp up the vamp up all the promo and everything and really get it out there. But um, I think yeah. we've got a pretty good strategy, sure. and we're just going to keep going with that. Right on. Mm-hmm. And on a uh, on a lighter note, I guess bringing it back to that new album. Um, we've obviously we have the three singles released, and we're gonna play the the third one at the at the conclusion of this. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking through. I've, I've been looking through uh, the songs that are yet to be released, and I kind of want to. I'm curious as to what which one you're most excited about. Just looking at the titles, and that's all I have to go off of is the yeah. titles. I'm really curious about Tar Snakes. Oh yeah, I'm really curious about that one and Mayo and the Mustard. Now that one. <laughs> Mayo and Maybe the it's because I'm hungry, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those two are standing out. <laughs> Man, yeah, Tar Snakes is, uh, without giving too much away, yeah, Tar Snakes is definitely, that's like the a big theme of rolling on the whole record is moving forward. And uh, there's a lot of songs about driving and about, you know, traveling. And we felt that that was the perfect song to kick off the record because it's basically about just... Uh, just moving on, and uh, Tar Snakes is uh, one of my favorites. I also Mayo and the Mustard is a it's a cool that's a truck driving tune. That's a that's a that's a driving reference, definitely. Yeah, that's yeah. Like the, people say that up in Canada. The keeper between really? the Mayo and the Mustard. Okay, do they? They say that. Yeah, oh, I've heard that lots that of times. Makes before. sense. Cool, that's man. Yeah, that's thing up here. <laughs> so Jody. Um, my partner and, and manager Jody, she grew up up in like far northern California in a town called Fall River Mills. And it's like a town of 600 people. And her dad was, you know, an avid outdoorsman and he worked construction and he basically be coming home a lot of the time that she would be leaving to go out and like hang out with her friends. And she had a little pickup truck and she would be passing him on the, you know, these windy mountain roads and he'd be driving along and she'd be going, you know, like 80 or 90 miles an hour, just flying down the road, you know, young and and crazy. And then, uh, she'd get home and he'd always kind of like, you know, give her a talking to, but one of the things he always would say is keep it between the mayo and the mustard, uh, you know, when you're driving, like just keep it between the ditches basically. So that's the white and the yellow. Yeah, Jody always would say that man. that saying to me, and it kind of stuck. I always thought it would be a really good song. <laughs> I'm excited for that now. Yeah, That's I good. I guess I've probably heard that, but I didn't connect the dots on. That's what we were talking about. But I didn't know I'll if that was just a. I didn't know if that was just an Alberta thing, or I don't know. I've heard it. I've heard it from lots of different people, so <laughs> it's kind of funny. Wow, that's cool, man. I, I haven't heard a lot of people. Uh, know about that one so that's i'm glad to know the albertans know what's up there you go. well at least at least this one does i don't know if i can't speak for two everybody else but all right <laughs> uh, i guess i didn't I, I didn't get to we kind of talked over you a, a little bit maybe but i guess is there anything else that you're excited about or want to talk about off it or did i hit the two good ones or the, the not the two good ones they're all going to be good but the two two big ones oh yeah um shoot i think you know i think that we uh oh on the record you mean yeah 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 i'd I'd say one of my i'd say my one of my favorite songs on the record is uh champion 
that oh, song yeah. is uh yeah that that one's really a cool one to me it's kind of a real storytelling type of tune um and what back in the day i used to run around i had like i said a lot of issues with drugs and and that kind of stuff and uh basically it's a story just about a guy um kind of a combination of characters that i used to know back in the day when i Mm -hmm. when i was running around and uh kind of just the california has like a very bad uh drug problem like it's just rampant yes and um a lot of a lot of poverty you know that's why when people think california they think that it's like this well you know wealthy people and whatnot but um the state is actually you know very in debt and there's a a whole lot of poverty and there's a lot of contrast because there is very wealthy people and then there's also a lot of very poor people um so yeah that song is kind of about one of those uh people that i used to know just kind of telling their story that's one of my favorites on the record awesome yeah looking forward to that yeah definitely man (laughs) Well, Jesse, are you sick of us yet? Not yet, man. I'm I'm having a good time. <laughs> well, good because you got four hours and ten minutes. <laughs> All right. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, just <clears throat> let's um, go. Yeah. So, um, shit. We got anything else, Garrett, or shall we? See I mean, we can talk about up? anything Jesse wants to talk about. We can talk about whatever. But I'm. I'm I'm out of notes here, so yeah, no problem. <laughs> I mean, I can come up with some stuff, but I uh, I was just gonna mention one more time that uh, for any listeners out there, my my record rolling on is coming out March 27th. Um, if you're listening now, I'm not sure exactly when this is gonna be out, but it's coming very very should quickly. Out, should be out Monday, so that makes that the Friday. That's it. Yeah, so it'll be the week of. Week of, yeah. That's right. Well, can't wait for everybody to hear that record. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. And uh, Yeah, we're excited, man. Glad I got to, to catch up with you both. Yeah, for sure. Thanks really so much for, coming for coming on. We'll maybe have to have you have you on again if all this craziness doesn't settle down. Uh-huh. and if you're still sitting at home in another few months yeah hopefully not man but hopefully not hopefully i'll be some cool place you know maybe in in the green room of a cool theater or something by then there you go that's what i'm that's what i'm banking on (laughs) that would be handy (laughs) all right well thanks again everybody remember friday march 27th mark your calendars uh you're gonna be in for for a really good treat uh and keep your keep your ear open for for champion. Um, Jesse's, Jesse's excited about that, and we are too. So, um, a lot of a lot of good stuff there, and we're we're actually gonna end um, with the the third single that you can actually go listen to right now. Um, yeah, go check it so out. So bringing again, um, bringing home the roses. Uh, which I don't know. Is there anything you want the the folks to listen for in this one? Or? Yeah, this. Tell bringing us home the what's that i said tell us all about it yeah you bet man uh bringing home the roses is basically um uh, one of those songs on this record that is uh i have this idea that you know sometimes 
songs don't always have to have like a profound meaning sometimes like a lot of the country songs that i really love like even like some old hank williams tunes i mean they're relatable but they're uh they're just they're fun you know and they uh mm-hmm. kind of tell a simple but good story and that's what i i kind of tried to accomplish with this one and uh basically just about uh, taking advice from an old man <laughs> hey there's there's uh probably a song in most of the stuff that old men give you advice about so man that's not I, a bad place to start man it's so true I, I think i have a couple a couple songs on this record that are old man advice songs so perfect won't be the last <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely all you songwriters out there there's some there's some advice for you from not an old man yeah go find <laughs> go find some old people to talk to yeah there you go <laughs> Tony Bar will do the stories. trick. We'll sit around some coffee tr- coffee shops. That's right. Uh, no, you go to the Tony Bar that has all the, you know, yeah. poems written on the on the on the walls of the bathrooms. That's it, man. There's some song inspiration right there too. You could, I'm sure, you could find some love letters on those. Oh yeah, man. Hilltop Tavern in Iowa City has got some of the best. We had an idea to write a song off of that years ago, and it never came to fruition, but. Yeah. yeah, it's not a bad idea, like man. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Without further ado, all right, March twenty seventh. Um, What's that? Oh, I was just, I just was wondering if we're gonna wrap it up for what's your yeah. Plan let's is, but we, let's let's do it. Let's. We'll let Jesse time. get back to back to his isolation away from ah uh, sweet quarantine. isolation. Yep, you <laughs> bet, man. Go cook up that uh, half a sweet potato and enjoy your. Enjoy your evening. <laughs> All right, man. But uh, honestly, man, thanks, thanks for, thanks for coming on. We were really excited to get a chance to talk to you before the album came out, and uh, we really appreciate you taking time out of your, out of your isolation to uh, visit yeah. with us, man. You bet. This is the perfect and time, and I appreciate you guys. Have you back me. on anytime you want. All right, let's All do right. it again soon. For sure. So this, okay. this one we're leaving you with. Uh, as we said, it's bringing home the roses. Some advice from. Uh, from an old guy. That's right. Right, Jesse Daniel. Jesse Daniel, March 27th, mark your calendars, go listen, bring it home the roses. Adios. I stepped into a barroom on a cold and windy evening. Saw a man there sitting at a stool. He sat there looking sorry with a big bouquet of flowers. Liquored up and smoking like a fool So I looked at him, he looked at me And I said, how about the weather? He said, you know, pal, that ain't what's on my mind I've made a big mistake again So just for now I will pretend She ain't mad at home too close in time So I'm bringing home the roses In the pretty colored paper like I've done so many times before Cause honesty ain't never done this old boy any favors Flowers just might get me through the door
about my wife at home Just sitting sad and all alone I know that ain't what my sweet gal deserves So I called her up near closing time To tell her just what's on my mind And I'd be coming home just after two But judging by her pitching tone And her screaming on the telephone I might need those flowers more than you So I'm bringing home the roses in the pretty colored paper Like I've never had to do before Cause honesty ain't never done this old boy any favors Flowers just might get me through the door And flowers just might get me 